0: Hi, this is charles kelly money tips hope you're having a great day i've just got back from a mastermind property mastermind meeting in peterborough today so i'm feeling all pumped up and ready to go i'll tell you more about that later Uh, today i'm asking you the question will property prices rise or fall in 2020 well that's that's obviously the big question we're all on the back of um a general election victory which saw uh, boris johnson gain a majority and, you know, you could call this the Boris bounce that everybody is ex- expecting. I mean, the retail sector is not feeling that Boris bounce. In fact, there's a couple of bits of news out today that another retail chain called Beals has gone into administration. And, you know, we know that lots of uh, big retail outlets were in trouble. Debenhams has been closing down stores, as has uh, House of Frazier and other stores that just disappeared completely i mean this is partly due to online spending but it, it could also be due to you know the fact that people are holding back on spending or haven't got as much money now more serious than this is that the, the company that uh, owns a lot of these retail shopping malls if you like a company called into is also in, in a bit of trouble they've asked their shareholders to stump up more money and when you're a public limited company you can go back to your shareholders and and ask for more money when it, it it's revealed that trading has has been difficult obviously there's some empty units there perhaps they feel that some of their tenants are not going to be able to pay their rent or might come back and try and renegotiate their rent which they can do if they go into administration or or just come back and say well, look we can't afford it you know what can you do into owns uh, places like Lakeside and lots of uh, quite large, uh, I, th- I think they were trying to buy West, Westfield, that's what it is. They were trying to buy that. So they're one of the big players in the shopping field. They've got a big site in Watford as well. And, you know, if they're in trouble, then something is is not right. But anyway, that, that doesn't necessarily directly affect the ordinary sort of high street property prices. But, you know, the experts are saying that property prices Will rise in 2020, but perhaps not as much as some people might think. Maybe they're not going to kind of go shooting up. That that's the the general view. Some of the experts there, Richard Donnell, property portal Zupla, said expects a two percent rise. And at last year, they rose by about one and a quarter overall. But in other parts of the country, that's the overall figure. But in some parts of the country, they rose more, and some parts of the country they fell. But Looking at um, mortgage brokers, there's 2 to 3% rise. So he's, he's very, Carrico, they're, they're very optimistic. But, you know, housing market commentator, Harry Henry Pryor. Property portal, right move, miles, ship side. They're expecting a 2% rise. Capital economics, 1.5%. These are all, you know, so-called experts, but nobody really knows. I mean, they can forecast, but you don't really know what's going to happen. Simon son of the Royal Institute of Chartered Surveyors. These are the, the body that regulates the, the chartered surveyors that survey houses. He is saying possible 2% rise. And the Halifax mortgage lender is saying, well, they're hedging their bets. They're saying a 1% to 3% rise. So they're taking a sort of each way bet there. Uh, so I think prices should continue to rise. But in some parts of the country, they may not rise. They, they may remain stagnant. So it's, it's very much a, a north and south market, north and south divide. I mean, for instance, up to 2019, October, County Durham saw the biggest average price rise at 12%, 9% uh, in, in Ilkinston. But then who knows where these places are going to be next year? You know, the next date on the the list of, of highest rises were Sale, Wimslow, up in Cheshire, I guess, Blackburn, Bolton, Burnley, Chorley, Bootle which is just outside Liverpool, Southport are all in the northwest of England which saw prices rise by six percent or more. I mean I'm assuming Manchester's done quite well there as well. Affordability is still an issue especially down in London where you know prices are just in some cases out of people's reach and a lot of people have been relying on this you know bank of mum and dad and then the government helped to buy scheme which has helped property prices remain a little bit high because all these new builds are coming on they're getting the help to buy but the new builds are inflating prices i think in most areas because they, they sell for so much more than the old build if you like and i think personally i think the old build are built better than the most of the new builds so that's that's helped things go up but hopefully there'll be a bit more confidence in the in the the market and the economy in general and that would suggest that prices should go go up but there's still a lot of uncertainty there's still quite a lot of um uncertainty in in the economy where you've got central banks who are just printing money they don't literally print money off the printing presses but they they pump money into the economy using what's called quantitative easing which basically means they buy bonds from banks which is like a loan really they're even buying shares apparently so the stock market's been buoyed up by this quantitative easing, it's almost as if the central banks of Japan, the US, and, and the EU are saying, Look, we're not going to have a recession, we're just going to keep pumping money into the economy. But that doesn't quite make sense. I, and, and presumably, that will lead to higher inflation, but we'll, we'll have to see. I'm not an economist, but I just know in the past that when countries have printed money like Germany, Argentina, it has eventually led to hyperinflation, where you know, if you had a, a wheelbarrow of money, this is a famous quote. If you had a wheelbarrow of money and you left it outside, people would steal the wheelbarrow, not the money, because the, the, the wheelbarrow full of money wasn't worth as much as the wheelbarrow. So that's nice a little anecdote for you. Uh, so that's the situation. I Who knows what's going to happen? All I can say is that, look, you, you need to know your area. Yeah, I think you need to know your, your area. You need to know where your gold mine area is. Because you will know the streets, you will know the town, you will know if you're investing in property, you'll know which areas are likely to go up because you you can look around and see what development is going on in that area. You can look around and see if there's jobs there, if it's a popular place to live, are there good schools, are there hospitals, you know, is there employment there, especially if you're buying to let a property, then you need to know that you're going to find tenants in that area. So. You know, you can look at these economic forecasts and everything, but yeah, that's fine. But it it will depend on various pockets in in the country. They're expecting that the northwest and the north will will continue to do well, as well as parts of the Midlands. London, I think, has been falling, certainly in central London in the last year. I'm getting agents ringing up all the time saying, would you like to buy this flat? We've just reduced it by 50,000 or in some cases that could be 10, 15 percent of the price you know whereas a few years ago these properties were selling very fast you know i mean high stamp duty has not really helped and taking away tax relief from from buy to let landlords has not helped either but uh, we, we'll see now state agents are, are reporting an, an uplift in what they call sentiment in the, in the housing market following the general election sales expectations as risen sharply according to the Royal Institute of Chartered Surveyors. Now, basically, these people, of course, are dependent on the property market. Like when you hear a a forecast from the Halifax, who are lenders, the Chartered Surveyors and, and various estate agents and mortgage brokers... In some ways, they're not going to say it's all doom and gloom, are they? They they hardly ever say it's doom and gloom. They always say the market will level out. It will be a little bit slow this year, but it will pick up towards the end of next year. They they always spin it round to a positive way. But in parts of London, prices have fallen by 10 and 15 percent. There's no doubt about it. But overall in the country... It hasn't fallen in the last year but it certainly slowed up from the heady days when everyone could buy a property and expect it to go up by 10% the next year in years of high inflation when I remember years ago I bought a property in the 80s for 50,000 and sold it six months later for for 70 something thousand it'd gone up by nearly 50% in in six months which is just incredible but you're not going to see Those sort of crazy rises, incidentally, after that six months, when we sold it, prices then dropped. Because that was a time when Nigel Lawson was abolishing double tax relief on on mortgage interest, which doesn't exist anymore anyway. And he told people it was going to happen by, I think it was October. And he said, in six months time, we're going to abolish this. So everyone rushed out and bought property so that they get the double tax relief. uh, And that created a little bubble at the end of the 80s. But then the market was very slow in the 90s. And it picked up again in the mid 90s. You know, obviously it went up and up and then we know what happened in 2008, 2009. As I was saying the other day, the decade to 2010 to 2020, we we didn't really see a market crash uh, like, like we have in previous decades. We didn't see a big stock market crash. We saw corrections and we saw some corrections in property, but we didn't really see a big crash or a big recession. And that's the first time. That it's happened for a whole decade in a, in a long time. So some might argue, well, we're due for a correction in the stock market. We've had an eleven-year bull run where markets have kept going up, and you know you saw some markets in the stock market go up by thirty percent last year. So are we due for a correction? Again, if I knew that, I, I'd be short in the market and making myself a fortune, like these guys on on the Big Short, that, if that that movie that you, you if you've ever seen it, The Big Short, about the two thousand eight bubble. Have a have a look at it. I didn't understand most of it, <laughs> but I get the picture. Uh, so uh, agents getting back to, to agents. They said house prices rose last month for the first time in seven months, boosted by higher activity in London and the southeast of England. This is the charter surveyors. However, they slowed in Northern Ireland, Scotland. Uh, OK, some parts of the country. Homeowners are hoping to sell, will be cheered by the RICS or uh, Royal Institute of Charter Surveyors monthly report, And so, so basically they're saying they're, they're getting reports from agents and from their members that the activity is picking up. And sometimes that can be a bigger indicator than just reading something three months later. So uh, figures out on Wednesday for the another figure out here. Office for National St- Statistics suggested that the UK as a whole house price growth was accelerated with a rise of 2.2 percent in the year to November 2009 up from the 1.3 percent from in the year to October so again it depends on the year that they take do they take the year to November which is showing a higher growth rate or the year to October which is showing 1.3 percent so you can look at all these figures and you know you don't know what to say in in England they said the average price increased by 1.7 percent this is in England. Obviously, it doesn't include Scotland and, and uh, Wales. So the average house now is £250,000 in England. But that's such a big area. You know, you, you've got parts of England where you can buy a house for £20,000 and other parts where there could be £20 million or £30 million. So these figures don't make sense. I think if you're an investor and you, you want to get into property, first of all, learn about it. Learn how it works. Go on a, on a free course even to learn about it. I can direct you to a free course if you if you contact me through messenger or, or charles at charleskelly.net and learn how it works i was on what's called a mastermind today which is an ongoing program because sometimes you go on these courses you feel all pumped up when you come back and want to do this and to do that and then you you just then life takes over you know you get back and you've got things to do and you letters to answer and then you go to work and and in the end you you might never do anything from that course but I, I'm what's called a mastermind group where I go back every month for uh, six months and you, you've got this accountability so you have to talk to a mentor and see you know, what have you done last month, what are you going to do next month and, and maybe direct you So I've been in property for what thirty years, 40 years and uh, but I'm still learning and uh, you know there's always new things you can learn. I saw a talk today by a town planner. Which, you know, I learned things from that guy. I thought, well, that's interesting. I've never looked at it that way. So th- there's always things you can do. So that's what I've been doing today. I think that that is a good way of doing things. Everyone should have, I think, if, if you're going to be successful, most super successful people will, will say that you need to have a coach or a mentor or, or a mastermind group. In fact, mastermind is, is nothing new. It goes back to, uh, if you think about Napoleon Hill, Think and Grow Rich. This is my battered up copy of think and grow rich and one of his chapters in in the book one of his and one of his major suggestions was was forming a mastermind and it's one of his uh, his big principles which i can't find at the moment but this is written i think sometime in the 30s so there's nothing new about mastermind and, and here it is step nine towards riches the power of the mastermind so so there you go An economic principle and a psychic principle give you a remarkable cooperation, alliance, mastermind, power, helps you accumulate money and keeps your money growing. Think and Grow Rich. Yeah, great. Think and Grow Rich. Good book. And it's one of the classics. It said Think and Grow Rich. And then the first chapter said, yeah, Think and Grow Rich. First of all, decide how much money you want, then decide what you're going to give in return for the money okay because he said there's no such thing as something for nothing so i thought well there's always a catch isn't there it says think and grow rich but i thought you can just think and go on oh, mm, the money will come on oh, mm, the money will come but no you can't think and grow rich you have to think and then do something <laughs> so that title is a bit of a con. It's one of the great titles of all time uh, my own book is yes money can buy you happiness because i think Money can buy you a little bit of happiness. It's not the be all and end all, I agree, uh, but it does make a difference. It makes a difference, you know, when somebody is in need, when, when they need, they need money, you know. If you get sick, you need money. You need you need money to be able to take time off work. There's thousands of examples there of, of why money can buy you happiness. And if you don't think it buys you happiness, try being broke, try being poor. That's, that doesn't make you happy. And some people say, if you don't believe money doesn't buy you happiness if you don't not believe that money buys you happiness you're not shopping in the right places but in there i go through how to accumulate money as well and we talk about ideas and, and building your wealth and and managing your money so there you go property prices we expect will rise in 2020 but on average by two percent but you know if you're in scotland it might be less if you're in uh, the northwest midlands maybe even london it might be more who knows but if you want to get into property, contact me, and we'll find a way of getting you onto a. What some of these courses are free. You can go on a, a course where you can do two or three days, or even a day taster, where you can get an overview of how the property market, various strategies. Like, do you want to go into single buy-to-let properties? Do you just want to buy a flat or a house and just that's it, put a tenant in? Or do you want to go for something that will give you more income, like a HMO, a house in multiple occupation, where you might buy a house and convert it into five, six, seven, ten rooms. And that would generate more cash flow. Or do you want to go into serviced accommodation where you turn your flat house into serviced apartments, which are, again are even you know more lucrative, can be more lucrative than, than HMOs. Or do you want to go into developing, buying small properties, refurbishing them and, and then refinancing them to get your money out or maybe selling them on? Do you feel that you could find deals for other people and and therefore do deals with none of your own money? Yes, you can use, you can get into property using none of your own money, using a number of strategies that are taught on these courses. So if you want to get into property, just contact me. And even if you haven't got any money, there are people I've met today who are really killing it. You know, they are out there doing deals with none of their own money. Some are doing rent to rent where you... You, you take on a property on a long-term let you you then rent that out as a hmo or serviced accommodation the landlord gets guaranteed rent and you get the difference and the profit on top lots of people are doing that to generate almost immediate cash flow with hardly any of their own money and, and some of the people i've met have only been in the country a year or two and that they're into property and they've got no equity in another property got no money but that they've managed to, to go out and do it not just using rent to rent strategy sometimes it's deal packaging finding deals for other people can you find a deal for me could you find a deal that would work for me can you source properties can you source below market value properties if that's the case you can make money from that you don't have to just give them away or just say, oh, I'd like to do that. But I can't do it because I haven't got the money. Why not bring in a partner, a joint venture partner? Why not package it up for somebody else and make money that way? Lots of people make their living just from packaging deals and they, they package hundreds sometimes in a year. And they can earn anywhere between two and five and even ten thousand pounds per package, depending on the value of, of the deal. So there's lots of ways out there of making money. So why not? Learn something. Make 2020 your best year ever. And this is only if you want to get into property. If property is not your thing, that's fine. You know, it's not for everybody. But I think it's a great way of investing money because, you know, you can raise finance on property very easily. You can find people who will lend you money privately. You can find joint venture partners. And there's all sorts of things you can do with property. Property is a great asset. People have to live somewhere. There's still a shortage of property in the country. So they still have to keep building and the population is still growing. You know, people are living longer. There's more divorces. There's all sorts of reasons why property, I think, is a good investment. And also it's tangible. It's not Bitcoin, is it? This is something that you can feel and touch and, and, and refinance and raise money on. And you can do all sorts of things. If, if the market changes, you can change the property, change your strategy so there you go you probably had enough of me for now so thanks for listening thanks for people who tuned in on facebook live great to see you and thanks for people who listen regularly on my podcast which you can find on itunes stitcher and anchor so thanks very much and contact me if you want to get into property and I'll, i'll show you how and i'll show you how to make 2020 your best year ever even if you haven't got any of your own money to invest okay thanks for listening and good night